0: Welcome to the We Have Issues Podcast, a weekly look at the local issues and matters impacting Independence, Missouri. And now, your hosts, Lori Dean-Wiley and Dan Hobart. All right, another exciting episode. We have issues. We have
1: issues. Independence. I'm
0: Lori Dean-Wiley. I'm
1: Dan Hobart. And boy, do we have an issue (laughs) Uh, independence
0: we have many but uh we're good but this week
1: we have one
0: we have one don't we you know um i was really struck by the city council meeting a few mondays ago in which
1: january 2 2024
0: yeah you know Not quite the first day of the year, but as darn close as we could get in city government. All three and
1: a half hours of it?
0: But uh, I was struck in many ways by it. One, what was it? I I think uh, somebody close to me in proximity uh, said something like, you know, you want want to fill up a city council meeting? (laughs) Uh, You know. It's going to be a controversial issue, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, in some ways, I love that people get fired up because I think anytime you have passion about any issue, more dialogue is not going to hurt. More dialogue will be... More dialogue is good. Yeah, it's going to be helpful. Um, that
1: meeting was actually yeah. very good.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's... That's kind of what spurred me to go, okay, that vote already happened. But it was important to come back and, you know, I have a a thing about speaking the truth. And it really does drive me. Truth to
1: power. Yeah,
0: in so many areas of my life. And I'm like, I, I don't want things to hang on that are not the truth that can continue to keep bubbling up and get us to this place where people just assume same old, same old. When we are really trying to move independence forward, where, I say we because I'm a citizen, but where you guys, you you people in power, you're trying to do what you think is best for the city and move things forward. And my well, belief... Let me, let me stop go ahead. there real quick. Yeah.
1: You said trying a couple of times. Okay. You we're are. Not, we're not trying anything.
0: No, you're doing. We're doing. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Thanks for calling me out on that. Um, one of the things that, that January 2nd meeting did was I believe, and I'm so excited by this, I believe... Gave our city the opportunity to move forward like never before. Yeah. I think things like North Point development, economic development became a, a great cog to change. Um, I think discussions of a geo bond in the future, huge, huge to change. And the step on January 2nd to lease purchase... The GEHA Building, Landmark Building in Independence, was a literal action by our city government to usher in a new era for independence. That is not hyperbole. I absolutely think it can be life-changing for our city. So, um, It, It will
1: be. It was. It was and it will be.
0: So my my intention with this particular topic today is to build belief. I named it Building Belief because kind of a double entendre, but there's a building. Yes. I want people to have belief in that building. They will. It was the previous GEHA building. But at the same time, I want them to believe and know that this decision, the decision on January 2nd, is about having more hope and belief in our future.
1: It's gorgeous.
0: So this is just, I'm excited to have this conversation. So I look forward to, um, in fact, we don't often do this, but I would love for people to go to our Facebook page or if they want to, I guess they could email or pick up the phone and call either one of us. But I would love to know as we start 2024, and this was a first and major decision of the year, what what are citizens' thoughts? what are your thoughts on on this and I'd love to hear it um because you I think well, I've been very clear I'm all for let's this let's be clear you're very clear you are all for this, so yeah, but I really want more citizens to buy into it I, th- I think that was kind of the impetus to what maybe want to discuss this today, even though the vote already happened, was as we look to change for the future, as we look to belief in the future, and that future begins now, I want more citizens to get on board, I guess. Um, And I think the only way to do that is to share more truth, share more facts, um, share more reasons. So that's really what what we're going to do today. Um, and the reason that that seems so necessary was, I think, one thing you will admit, Dan, was there was a lot of citizen comments that night. couple. <laughs> probably, probably a more. Um, I wasn't able to attend in person, but I listened, and then I replayed it and re-listened. Um, because I wanted to share why I believed in the lease pur- purchase of that building. Yeah. And I, I wasn't a voting member. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a citizen. I, I wasn't on the council, but you were. So I think you have the power and the ability today to just really answer some questions um, that I put together that I think as a citizen side or a citizen who spoke negatively commented negatively and did not want that sale to happen that this is out almost like one-on-one time to be able to say, but here's why we did, and here's the truth, or here's, let me dispel that opinion that you have. Um, Because everybody can have an opinion, doesn't mean every opinion is correct. And I think with something this big, this opportunistic for City of Independence, I'm just, I'm a peacekeeper at heart, but I I wanna bring people together and I wanna give them more facts. So let's attempt to do that today. There I go again, that trying word, let's do that today, right? Um, So I'm not gonna call out any citizen today, but let's look at two main concerns from January 2nd's meeting. Okay. As the mayor pro tem and a council member I'm gonna give you an opportunity to answer based on these two concerns that I heard that night. Okay. One, the city wasn't transparent enough, okay. or is the city being transparent? And two, okay. the rel- the reality of that particular lease purchase was the right choice for independence. Okay. Those were the two things that seemed to come up or to be uh, commented literally on Um, and so for me in my opinion (laughs) both of those questions are pretty darn easy to answer Um, it is a vote that brought me much joy and hope and so let's dive in Dan has the city been transparent yes okay enough said no (laughs) Obviously, you want to expand on that. So,
1: <clears throat> so the gist of the argument that the city was not transparent, yeah, is that the city was not transparent for long enough.
0: So, time um, information shared.
1: Yes. And additionally, show us every piece of paper (laughs) generated related to the transaction.
0: Which isn't always legally possible.
1: Correct. And wouldn't happen anyway for that reason.
0: Right. Um. So it wasn't nefarious. It was to protect... The potential purchase, lease, purchase of a building, in which the deal could be soured or correct. more expensive or fall through, correct. If it was public knowledge, correct. Was there meetings or presentation or how was information disseminated that that was open to the public?
1: So, in. In defense of the uh, complaint about transparency, it was not a lot, okay? okay. Um, it was brought up, I believe, in the initial G.O. bond presentation by Mr. Walker that was at the chamber. Correct. Uh, and I can't even tell you the date prior prior to the item appearing on
0: I believe that was October October
1: it was then on the agenda in December then we had a sort of a last-minute study session uh, on the 27th of December and then we had the second meeting second reading on the ordinance on the second of January
0: so there was a presentation by city manager. So there was, prior to your vote, an open meeting where people could come and learn about it. And if I remember right, there even our the meeting where the chamber uh, discussed it, that was also an open meeting. Anybody could come to that meeting.
1: It was, I don't know how well publicized it was. Okay. I'm sure it was publicized, but not, you know, not everybody would have known about it.
0: But just to dispel, there was no...
1: It wasn't purposely hidden. Right. Or there was no attempt to... There was no intent to deceive anybody. I can can tell you, we, we have, as a council... We have been having executive sessions on this since, I believe, August. Oh, wow. And there was some delay in the whole process that was out of our hands. Uh, There's legal processes involved with lawyers that were dragging.
0: Mm, I gotcha.
1: For no reason. They just weren't speedy. I gotcha. And we were just waiting for parts of the process to be finished, literally completely innocent, but just lawyers being lawyers on lawyer timelines.
0: So executive session since August, the lease purchase was discussed. Can you kind of address the purpose of an executive session, and that is not open to the public. Or that is not public knowledge. And so, but it's necessary to have the business of the city done, and not all of the conversations would be appropriate, I'm guessing, or maybe even legal, um, there
1: are certain matters that the state has carved out that uh, a legislative body can discuss in executive session that remain private until after the, the transaction or the matter is closed. Certain legal matters, employee matters, real estate matters. Uh,
0: that makes sense, but I guess to somebody who has built up some distrust... And I'm not saying that's not earned. Um,
1: I sort of mentioned that that can I... be
0: another roadblock to to a citizen believing in this particular lease purchase.
1: Uh, again, I mentioned that, but I understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You know, Dan. One of the uh, when we started this podcast, one of the major drivers was to open up on topics and to. Um, dispel some of that repeated criticism that had been heard of. Well, the city's just not open enough. Correct. You know, and
1: well, you just heard some of it.
0: Yeah, I I don't want to paint, and I won't paint all past and present council members as secretive or untrustworthy. In fact, I believe personally, it's been a very very small number of events or um, elected officials that have caused concern in the most recent past. That being said though, I appreciate those who have raised concerns, but I also greatly appreciate anybody who puts themselves out there to be elected to office and to serve in this manner i mean you know you you want to esteem the people you put in place and at the same time if you have distrust it totally can run that i guess the working um, the progress
1: Uh, look i can't I, i said it the other night yeah People have the right to their feelings. They have the right to their beliefs. I can't change that. Nobody can change that. What I can do, and what we can do as a council, is prove them wrong. I love that. And we've done that. We will continue to do that. We will continue to make decisions that they don't like from time to time. But I will guarantee Guarantee they are not corrupt decisions. We are past that.
0: Um, yay! Yeah.
1: And I can't guarantee it will stay like that forever. <laughs> yeah. But it is right now.
0: You know, I think one of the best things about Monday night was when you just spoke from the heart um it was before the vote but uh councilman uh comments and i think you were last to go maybe but but i think you start off by saying i might upset some people by saying this and then you just speak based on what you really believe is best for the city even if it may be hard for people you are friends with to believe in and I don't want to try to repeat your words because really they were quite eloquent um, and I thought really got to the heart of the matter. Most people will not go back and watch a three and a half hour city council meeting to hear them and to find them but I'd like to give you an opportunity to kind of repeat or recall what you said because I did I found it at the crux of the matter if citizens could give you and their other council people the benefit of doubt that that what you're gonna share that is the sentiment in which these decisions are coming from then I think it's a great place to start for people who have built up an unbelief in their city government um so i'd like to just turn it over back to you if you I, know
1: i appreciate that i um i i don't think i can recreate uh no, recreate you, it no that would be hard
0: but the crux yeah. of it
1: the the crux of it is this um my dad uh is a retiree Uh, those folks i've a lot of them i've grown close with and uh, i'm a huge supporter of theirs Um, i've worked hard in front of the scenes and behind the scenes to make their uh, insurance strong and to uh, make their lives better uh, their relationship with the city better and what I did the other night, uh, because they were um, very much uh, in general against the project, was, you know, I I voted for something they didn't want. Right. And, you know, I very well may have damaged my relationship with a group of people that... Uh,
0: you have a lot of care but, for, but
1: before that, I have significant care for, yeah. and will continue to support and and provide benefits for. Um, but it was the best for the city. Mm-hmm. See, and and that's what I'm here for. Period. You know, that's it. So, uh, eventually, (laughs) they'll see that, eventually. It may not be, even while I'm on city council, it may take longer than that um, for that to play out or for them to see that. Uh, But um, my personal relationships or... Uh, my feelings um, are less important than than the good of the city. See, this is, we have a window here. Absolutely. This is the first time in decades that um, the council is actually running itself. And we have to take advantage of that. So this isn't about um, what individuals want. This is about what what can we do, get done, and how fast can we do it? And how how far can we move this city? right now
0: well I know that night that you dispelled the concern but can you address will there be benefits for retirees in the future I think one of the concerns raised was that
1: that's not going to change
0: that certain benefits or changes that would be necessary
1: stay well is in better shape than it's been in a long time uh, and loggers those folks stay well has a better their group has a better relationship with the city than it's had uh since 19 when it was threatened to not exist anymore so yes there's that's not even going to be any question whatsoever and we're finally going to start getting the police out of a 50 year old <laughs>
0: building woo I mean, yeah
1: I mean, it's it's more than 30 years older than every other police station in the city.
0: Yeah, that, that was a really startling graphic that city manager put It's out. horrendous. Yeah,
1: it's horrendous.
0: You know, I think. Um, well, I won't call out any citizens. You know, it's. I think it's as necessary as people hearing from Councilman Hobart that when other council people raise concerns or add you know knowledge or value that those can also be shared to hopefully build belief um so if you wouldn't mind kind of addressing one of the other concerns was raised by councilman Stewart uh, when he referred to an email that he received and I the Basically, the the meaning was that where distrust exists, that can only lead to further financial instability. And the flaw in the statement to me is that it begins with the negative, the distrust, um, and expects the city council to continue down the same road it's always gone. You know, if we continue to do the same thing, we're going to continue to still be stifled from a better future. So for me, why start with the negative? Why start with the distrust? Why not start with the benefit of doubt to believe? and I think both of us are far more a follow-up Reagan um, and would say trust but verify. So allow for trust and believe that purchasing the GEHA building and landmark meets a long-term issue. Let, me, know?
1: let me jump in there real quick. Yeah, please. I, I need to say something about this because— Please do. The thing is, I suspect that the person that wrote that email and most of the people that spoke against us the other night—they yeah. don't trust the city anyway. No matter what we did,
0: you're right. But whether I still we, want to try we, to change hearts and minds.
1: Whether we buy it or not, and no, I'm not saying I'm not saying the effort's not worth it. The yeah. effort's always worth it. The effort is always worth it. The effort to do the right thing is always worth it. The effort to always
0: yeah.
1: reach out is always worth it. Always. Uh, is it always worth it?
0: Always. Okay.
1: Uh. But acting acting like there would be trust otherwise is pretty disingenuous.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can see that point. If you're coming, if you're starting out with distrust, then the...
1: You don't trust us if we do nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: And you don't trust us if we do it.
0: That's, That's fair.
1: So what have we lost? Why would we not move forward regardless?
0: Really great point.
1: And I want to make another point i heard I've heard from a lot more independence residents that are for this absolutely than independence residents
0: that aren't. Well, I think it was a um, it was probably not a planned comment, but when city manager uh, said that he had developers and uh, business people of the city come up to him and say. Hey, you're finally playing at the big boy table. You know, that that is telling to our reputation previously.
1: You know how many firms responded to the RFQ to design the police uh building? 2 or 3? 6.
0: 6. <laughs> okay.
1: Guess how many are world class? Tell me. 5. Oh. Okay. You know how many we would have got five years ago? Probably the one that isn't.
0: Okay. That, that's telling. Wow. So now we're a destination for development projects that otherwise didn't exist.
1: Times are changing. All these cities that are growing, all these cities Mm -hmm. that have done well, all these cities that have nice roads and curbs and sidewalks, and these cities have focused on economic development. That's how you grow.
0: You know, I think it was uh, Councilman uh, at Large McCandless, she, uh, she also had some good comments at night. And,
1: per- perfect comments. You know,
0: one of the things she said was, trusting in the lease purchase solves a long-term issue for the city. Just having some belief that this is good for the long-term of the city. As Councilwoman McCallum was repeated, the GEHA building gives purpose gives purpose for an unoccupied building. The deal has been structured to be fiscally responsible and gives a long-term approach to complex problems. Doesn't that really answer the second part of my concern question? does. Is it the right decision? That tied it up for me really easily, although I've always believed in this purchase. I will say, that's a solid, solid argument. She'd make a good defense attorney at that point, so um yeah, you know, Dan, what more could you share to build belief in our city government? Because once again, the resolution passed. Here we are. It was voted on, it's happening. Woohoo, right? Yes. so what did we agree on? The council agreed to do a lease purchase at twenty million. For the GEHA Landmark Building. Yeah. The decision closes on January 17th.
1: The same date as the city manager's State of the Union
0: okay. address. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It meets a strategic goal.
1: And the ribbon cutting for the economic, work, Workforce uh, Development Center yeah. at North Point.
0: So the $20 million is going to be borrowed. $9.5 million to lease?
1: The lease purchase will be will be signed on that day. Twenty okay. million will not necessarily be all borrowed. It'll be over
0: time. Okay. Um, tenant improvements are expected to cost about eight point six million, plus the sell or the purchase lease purchase of nine point five. Getting nine
1: point one
0: five. Okay. So getting to that that number, that twenty million number. Um, I think some of the other areas. Which, um, you know what, I'm going to, uh, before I say that, the, one of the attorneys that got up and spoke about, he wasn't for the purchase, but he said it was a well-thought-out, yeah. planned contract, was clean. I mean, he was very complimentary of the well, whole sure. transaction, just didn't know if it was the right Thing, I guess our bond it can, is. our
1: bond council is uh, we we Top use notch. premier bond council in the entire state of Missouri. Okay, not just Kansas City, but in the state of Missouri. I mean, he is a premier lawyer.
0: Wow. Well, I think um, you know. Just I know somebody listening while driving. They're not going to remember these numbers, but you know. To say it's well-planned, I believe is an understatement. While we may not have all of the details, the knowledge from a fiscal responsibility is already there. So there's money in the budget uh, set aside for the furniture, design services, relocation costs, a new roof. Um,
1: And the roof, let me be clear. Yeah. The roof... Did not leak, does not leak.
0: Right. It was to.
1: It's just time.
0: Preventative.
1: To put a new roof on the building. Okay. That's it. Okay. Um,
0: Money for a generator because it's city services can't go down. Correct. Uh, Money for IT, which in today's landscape absolutely needs needs to to be top notch.
1: It needs its own separate network. Facility, So that's part of the deal with the government entity.
0: And then when I heard him say also was that all of the proper checks had been done to check on plumbing, electrical, structural, soundness of the building and all that. So quality. It's called due diligence. A quality purchase. It's
1: called due diligence. And and you hire engineers to go in and check every system. In a commercial
0: building I think uh, one of the other concerns raised was once again how are we going to pay for it right so a loan at five point one eight percent is a solid rate um, for today um, oh it's a great rate we we already mentioned we use the strongest bond advisor there is the city has the funds in the general fund, the savings fund and um the tenants. That, you know, the tenants that we'll have will raise some of the funds. Um, but bottom line, this is a great deal, but it's a great deal that moves us forward because we could not stay where it was. Correct. I mean, I think we have all learned and heard the stories of deferred maintenance about so many of our city-owned properties. So... This really does fix a huge problem. And I think sets, and I'm going to ask citizens, sets the start of an opportunity for citizens to say, okay, benefit of the doubt. They are doing what they believe is in the city's best interest. I'm going to back them. I'm going to support it. I'm going to celebrate it. What next? You know, I just... See, this has started painting us such a different future for our city. Correct. Um, And it's really, really important to me um, as, you know, I won't be here in another 40 years, but I could be a part of changing things for, you know, great grandkids of my friends. You know what I mean? So there's just an opportunity here. Yeah, I think every citizen, whether you believe in this particular project or not, everybody wants better for a future generation. And I think this is one of those things.
1: This is that moment.
0: Yeah. So, Dan, as I said earlier, you've been a driver of this change. In particular, as it relates to police, and, I, you know, there's kind of a... Uh, a thought of how this is technically going to help the police by relocating uh, utilities to this previous GEHA building. But um, it gets us started. I'm going to leave you with the last word, with the last opportunity. Do you think there's any other unknowns or... Opportunity to share more truth about this particular project, that would go a long way in giving citizens that opportunity to say, okay, Dan, I'm I'm giving you all the benefit of the doubt. Let's move forward. Anything else?
1: Moving forward is we got to do the jail bond next.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, how does this you know I guess maybe we in there. how does the perch lease purchase of the GEHA building help go into the geo bond or help kind of lead to that, or does it could they stand alone or is it a part of all the same plan
1: you know uh... I don't know if I know, and I don't know if I care. It, it, I would. It, okay, that's probably fair.
0: Uh, this is necessary now.
1: It's a step we need to take. Okay. So we took it. Okay. Next step.
0: Let's see a geobond passed.
1: Well, let's get the geobond done.
0: Okay. All right. Um, if people have questions, still have concerns, um... I'm sure anybody on the council, but I would recommend that they reach out, call, email. Once again, you're like I said, you're always open for coffee. Um, as mayor pro tem, you do have, I think, your pulse on everything going on in City Hall. Most um, well, things. So you, you are a good person to reach out to. Um, but I'm just going to ask as a citizen, you know, give... Our elected officials the opportunity to dispel your unbelief in it and let's start by having some belief about this building being the right purchase and belief that we're really building a future that we haven't had before in Independence Missouri
1: haven't had for a long
0: time So for We Have Issues Independence, It's a wrap for today. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. I'm Dan Hobart. Thanks for listening. We want to thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley.
1: And I'm Dan Hobart.
0: Join us again next week because we have issues. (laughs)